Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. This podcast is part of the You Haven't Heard This Productions and Publications Network. For more great shows and blogs and vlogs, please visit www.yhhtmpc.com. Welcome to YHHTMPC. Wait, 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 wait. What does that mean exactly? Oh, yeah. You haven't heard This Music Podcast, a show about introducing lesser-known music of lesser-known artists from all over the world. And now, without further ado, a one, a two, a one, two, three, four... Welcome to You Haven't Heard This Music Podcast, a podcast about lesser-known music by lesser-known artists that we believe are as good, if not better, than those in the mainstream. We are back. It's another A-side. This is Season 5, Episode 9. I'm Mike Five. You have the pleasure of listening to me drive the show this week, and I have with me the wonderful Richie. Say hello, Richie. How do? The beautiful Wayne. Say hello, Wayne. Hello, hello, hello. And our special guest is no one because they didn't turn up, so we'll just uh, skip over that. Um, before we continue, if you haven't already, uh, you should go to yhhtmpc.com, which is the You Haven't Heard This Productions and Publications website where you can find out about the show, the artists, the hosts, we're really cool, other blogs, podcasts, things in our growing network of creative amazingness. Uh, and you can support the podcast by buying merch and looking amazing at the same time and all of those sorts of things. Uh, which is pretty amazing we have got a fantastic show lined up with lots and lots of cool things and because i always forget i'm going to remember to talk about the bis before we begin or go too far into this uh bis stands for block ignore shout out share is that right Indeed. Oh, yes. oh, I've been learning it. I've been learning it. It's only taken nine episodes. And basically, the idea is we tag a random celebrity in the promo for the show in the hope that they will listen to the podcast and hopefully the shout out or share some of the great music they hear on it. But of course, they might not. They might block us. They might ignore, uh, ignore us. Uh, we don't know. Um, most commonly, they seem to ignore us. Um, last episode's bit was... It wasn't Prince Charles. Uh, <laughs> it was... Um, who was it last time? I actually can't remember who. Graham Norton. I think we really need to do something about the bit because it's become... 
it's become like a, a pointless Phil, like Phil Collins. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so Graham Norton ignored us, I take it. <laughs> yeah, it's, I, I just feel like we, we're either going to have to get lesser known, like Z-list uh, famous people, or just reach out to independent podcasters or something. I just don't think this is going to... Uh, we, we, we will go the whole year without getting any response, I think. I have done it differently this week. Um, because what I've you, done... You reached out on Twitter or something. Before the show, I have crowdsourced some suggestions for us to pick. So Ooh. these people have been pre-warned. Never ask the public's opinion on anything Brexit's well, taught us. Brexit taught us nothing else. Yeah. <laughs> well, one of the answers I'm not going to read out. But four of the answers are quite good. So number one is Lembit Opic who I think is a Liberal Democrat MP. Um, oh, God, he's number, married to a cheeky girl. <laughs> is he really? Number, yeah. two, number two is Paul Chuckle. Great choice, I thought. Number three was Adam Ant. And number four was Brian Blessed. <laughs> so I'm going to leave it up to you two to fight it out. Which of those four should we choose as our this? I mean, I'm going Paul Chuckle all day. <laughs> Did you say Adam Ant? Adam Ant. Is Adam Ant, yeah. yeah. I like that. All right. Is he still famous? Yes. Uh, yeah, it must be. I've heard of him. No. <laughs> I mean, okay, let me put it a different way. Does he still do stuff? Yeah, I think so. Hey, I mean, he might, he's famous enough that someone thought of him and suggested him, right? Yeah. <laughs> I like that you put into Google and one of, the, one of the answers, one of the questions is, how is Adamant today? Uh, <laughs> he's, he's got a tour in 2022, apparently. There you go, so, jobs are good. So apparently he's really strong, he can lift like 100 times his own weight. <laughs> I swallowed my own spit. <laughs> Choked on my own spit even. Wow. That's um, <laughs> he's playing Birmingham Symphony Hall suit fruit. That's uh, that's that's big enough for me. That's a fair old venue, that is. Yeah, I think so. Let's go for Adam yep. Man. Uh, who has been prepped because, you know, he's been he's been tagged in yep. this already. He's expecting it. So we're expecting great things. That's my logic uh, for this. So Adamant, if you're listening, you can choose. You can block us. You can ignore us. Please don't do that. Oh, I'm really, I'm really unimpressed, Mike. <laughs> what you can say, Adamant? If you choose, you can stand and deliver. You know what I mean? It was right there on a on a plate. <laughs> come on, come on, Mike. Right, look, we can cut all this, and I can do that, and we'll pretend it's natural. Right? <laughs> Adamant, if you're listening, you can stand and deliver. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, so hopefully you won't block or ignore us hopefully you'll give a shout out or a share to one of the great uh, things that you hear in the podcast or just generally the podcast itself is fine uh, we'll see how that goes I think that's it isn't it for the intro I think we can go into head to head oh, we've got a bit of news we've got a bit of news oh, or not or not do I need a, a news noise if you, if you want if you've got one play the news noise now We are fortunate enough. We are going to a festival, Rich. We're going to a festival. Yay! First one since 2019. 2019, was it? Yeah. I think, yeah. We The last one we went to was 2019, yeah. So we are back in 2022 and we are going to the Breaking Bands Festival. This is a weekend of heavy rock, metal, bit of punk, some Irish psych Kaylee, I believe as well. Um, music in there. Yeah, sounds right. It's, it's right up my street as well. Uh, and we are going down to, to interview uh, some bands and just revel in, in all the goodness that is festivalness. Are you excited? Richie. Can't wait, mate. And sound like you're wetting yourself at the prospect. But... 
This episode will air the same day that we're there, so tune in again, you'll hear all about it. And that is that. Now it's the head-to-head. <laughs> now it's the head-to-head. There you go. This is the head-to-head where each of us have brought a piece of music that we like that was submitted to us, and we think... No, we won't think our guest will like it because he's not here. Uh, so, uh, sorry, we've all brought a piece of music that we like uh, that's been submitted to us and we're going to share those tunes with each other and talk about them in excruciating detail or perhaps none at all, depending on what information has been given by the artist. <laughs> um, so uh, let's kick things off with uh, Wayne, shall we, this week? Yeah, um, uh, I've brought a band called I Fight Bears and their song Damage World. Enjoy. What is this? What does it 
All right, so that was I Fight Bears with Damage World. Uh, let's 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 find them. Let's find them. Right, hailing from South Wales, I Fight Bears teach you with towering vocals, crushing and hammering beats. The highly regarded quintets. Self-titled debut album is out now, pulling influence from Killswitch Engage, Parkway Drive, Lamb of God, and hailing from Bridgend, the same town as Funeral for a Friend and Bully from My Valentine. I Fight Bears was formed just over two years ago, and since then they have looked. Uh, they have never looked back. In the early days, the Metlers crafted demos which spiked the attention of industry tastemakers, live shows with the word alive, uh, continents, uh, when we were wolves, skies, oh yeah, just goes on talking like that, that sort of thing. Uh, this was sent to us back in April, and it was, this song is out on April 29th, and it was sent to us by a PR company called San PR. And look, I, it's, it's metal car, metal core. Oh, Metalcore, how I love you. Um, this is where my heart resides, musically-wise. Um, I Everything about it. I love how the screams give way to the singing. I love how brilliantly structured all these songs are, how they dip and fall and do all these lovely, intricate things. I know exactly how the chugs in this song would feel in a live situation in a gig. I know that I would smack you in the centre of the chest and make you feel like you've got a separate heartbeat. The brutality of those driving instruments from when you start, you know where you're sitting with this. Uh, I could go on and on, you know, it's got great riffs. I love all about metalcore is the secondary lead guitar, how it's doing all this other stuff, but it doesn't really doesn't feel like a lead guitar it's sort of there as i don't know dressing as it as it was uh yeah this is right up my street and i love it and these guys are really really good they're really really cool and it's the first band i've come across in a while where i've gone fucking hell i would you know come to birmingham i will go see you uh richie so um what do you think I think of this, Wayne? Oh, well, I think you fucking hate it with a passion. <laughs> so what do, you, like, what do you think about this, Mike? <laughs> <laughs> I loved it. I thought it was absolutely brilliant. There were bits of it that reminded me of Soulfly. Um, I thought the vocal delivery was excellent. It was really expansive across the across the speakers, across the headphones. It just kind of... You, you, knew, you knew that you had something to say. Um, I don't know what it was, but he seemed very angry about it and fair play. Uh, I thought that, it, like, went into the lead guitar, I thought was, um, yeah, the, the what happens in that genre with a, with a second guitar is, is really interesting and exciting. It sort of adds extensions to the chords and then builds on them, I think, which I really like. Uh, and the rhythm section was just absolutely insane. So I absolutely loved it. I would listen to that all day much to the annoyance of my wife and children but um <laughs> although although it's not my thing and i don't like it i do recognize the brilliance in it yeah so i i, I do respect it for that but it's not something i would personally go out my way to listen to but it is something that i do believe has a place on the show because it is obviously very very good and for the people who like that kind of music they will more than likely fucking love this. <laughs> it's been it's been near enough five years we've done this podcast, and this is the first time I can actually state with hand on heart. You want to hear Wayne music? You've just heard it. This is Wayne music. This is this is where my heart resides. I wish I could play guitar like these fellas. Um, the one thing I didn't mention about all of this is the recording. The recording is outstanding of this. Right. It's you know it's proper. They spent time and money and effort doing this. It sounds epic. It sounds fantastic. Yeah, love it. Go check out uh, I Fight Bears, definitely. Do you think they actually do fight bears? In, in Wales, probably not. I mean, it's Bridgend, so that's sort of South Wales. If they're lucky, they might fight some wild hogs. They're spreading out from the Forest of Dean. Might have a go at some fallow deer. 
I mean, bears is a, no, not a chance, mate. Unless it's what it's made for escape from a zoo. I went to Bridge End once and I went out on a Saturday night and that was one of the biggest mistakes I ever made because it's full of hen parties and stag things. Did you end up fighting I mean, bears? I, mean, I, mean, I could have done on that night, to be honest with you. There must have been at least one twat dressed as a bear. But, um, no, I didn't know. I was, I was very calm. <laughs> Uh, but yeah okay excellent very good I enjoyed that um, Richie what have you brought for us this week um, can you go first Mike because I'm trying some shit out yes oh yeah. no why does the words trying some shit out when you say fill me with dread and trepidation don't <laughs> <laughs> you worry uh, about me Wayne <laughs> I do though mate I do excellent well I'll tell you what I've got next then. So I've got a band called Wazzy Oblique and their song Travis the Chimp.
go. That was was a oblique. Mm, that was nice. <laughs> <laughs> was a oblique with Travis the Chimp. This is a band that I know very, very, very little about. Um, I can't find anything anywhere. I am actually interviewing them on New Music Saturday in about a month, so I might find out more then. I might not, they might not say anything. Um, but all I know is they said they're a funk rock band with quite a variety of style, headbanging and danceable, just the way your mum likes it. And through my super sleuthing abilities, which is the fact they spelt mum with an O and their phone number on their Facebook page has a plus one in it, I can tell you they're from somewhere in the US. And that's about as much as I know. There are three band members, Zachary Rasmussen, Richard Petty and Alex Kennedy. Don't know who does what. Uh, and you can find them anywhere on Spotify, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, I believe, and all sorts of other places. Um, so I don't know much information, but I just really, really like this song. It's got everything I like about uh, music in it. It's got a fantastic bass line. It's fun and entertaining. It's got a cool guitar solo. It changes up and down as it goes through. It's got different parts. So you're never bored. It's got a Red Hot Chili Peppers, Rage Against the Machine thing going on, which is pretty cool. Uh, and it's it's just something that I thought this is fun. We should definitely play this and uh, and talk about it. And that's that's really all I've got. I just chose it because I love it. Um, Richie, what do you think? Oh, it was brilliant, wasn't it? Instrumentally, absolutely fucking fantastic. The drums, I love the the tone of the drums. Well, very good drummer, really good drummer. Yeah. I love that uh, he took the snare off at one point and he was doing, doing like rolls on it, rolls on the on the snare, but without the snare. Yeah. on like it was really good I couldn't help but hear and I reckon if I sat down and bothered to mash them together I could mash perfectly together can't stop addicted to the shindig can't stop the stairs and get a bit big choose not the life you know the one but uh, yeah chili peppers definitely chili peppers but that's not a bad thing if you can produce a sound that's up there with the chili peppers you're doing something fucking right yeah really good like this a lot Wayne. Oh, mate, yeah, Mike Five bringing the funk, eh? Who th- who'd have thought it? Um, I, I, I've, I've, written, I've already written down exactly a bit, bit red hot pili peppers. Red hot pili peppers. Yeah. yeah. Red hot chili peppers. It's got that California funk, that California feel to it, you know, that sort of brilliant inventiveness that, that, that is over there. It's a song that is so full of groove and cool. You know, just by listening to it, you proxy become cooler for listening to it. It's one of those songs. And for fuck's sake, how great is gonna leave them fuckers in the jungle just sang over and over i love that i fucking love that it was brilliant and then straight straight from that into a Jimi hendrix type solo fantastic yeah uh, and that build towards the end where he just brings everything in and the bass everything gets more intense till you reach that crescendo loved it yeah nothing nothing bad to say about it absolutely brilliant song i agree with you i think we're all a little bit cooler just for listening to that exactly. yeah absolutely that would definitely go on my playlist as was he uh, was he oblique is that what you call him Wazzy Oblique, yeah. Wazzy, Wazzy Oblique, you can put that on your album cover if you like. Cooler for listening to them. <laughs> <laughs> that should be the title of the album. <laughs> Brilliant. Um, well, there you go. Uh, that was that was my submission for the week. Uh, Richie, it's over to you. It is over to me, and I'm bringing uh, a track called "Make It With You" by Cannibal Kids. Baby, here goes 
Rooted in South Florida, Cannibal Kids is an alternative pop band that brings an original sound to the scene with their edgy, funk influence, smooth vocal melodies, catchy lyrics, and dancey grooves combined with a high-energy live performance sure to be a crowd favorite. The band has millions of streams on Spotify, including over 4 million on their track Troubled Mind thanks to their dedicated and always supportive fan base. They completed a national tour just months ago. We're slated to play a string of dates with Magic City hippies before the COVID pandemic got in the way, and have already been back over to the West Coast before playing back home on a couple festivals with more performances on the way. With something a little different this time, Cannibal Kids have covered Bread's track Make It With You, which was originally released in 1970. The adventurous visual features a safari vibe and antics to re-envision the release with vibrance. No problem, Richie. Love your toenails, you freaking McNasty. <laughs> oh. Yeah, so uh, what can I say about this song? Um... I've got to be honest. Oh, what the fuck? You haven't been covered. You haven't been covered. 1,970 was my favourite. Oh, that was... <laughs> <laughs> oh. I always thought that was the best one. Oh, Austin. Oh, what a legend. Right, um... Yes, thank you, oh. Austin. Uh, right, so, yeah, um... This... When I think of the, when I listen to this song, this has got to go on my playing list. For me, the music video would be on a beach, part of be on a beach, Miami, Santa Cruz, somewhere like that. The sunset's going down. You've got two overly attractive people making out on the beach on their own. Um, then cuts to a clip of them driving down Santa Cruz, so, uh, top down, sun's out. Um, and them laughing to each other, that kind of thing. So soulful. It's just a beautiful song. There's a little, there's, there's, there's like some mellow funk in there. And it's, yeah, I just love this a lot. It's straight on my playlist, straight on. Yeah, brilliant. Mike. <clears throat> just to clarify, when you say top down, you mean in the car, right? <laughs> it makes no difference. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, I, I would agree with you. It's it's a really good song, uh, and it, it's got that proper chilled out. I wasn't necessarily expecting it. It almost had a Van Morrison kind of vibe to it in the way that that guitar just kind of hit a little chord and then deadened it, and then hit a little chord and deadened it. It was so kind of chilled out and almost like you know Motown with the little elements of you know very slowed down almost funk the way it was kind of played which is really interesting um, I thought the vocals were really good and the, the whole thing just definitely became very picturesque it became really interesting to sort of close your eyes and visualise um, you know what was happening and I, I mean I didn't have quite the, the detailed uh, vision that you seem to have Richie but it was it was very relaxing uh, in my mind and I thought it was really good but yeah really well delivered I really enjoyed that um, different different angle on Somebody else. Well, <laughs> if you look at those three songs we just played, there's quite a lot of diversity in the time, isn't there? So. Yeah, it's very diverse, isn't it? This. I mean, you, you and you and uh, Mr. Bones on your podcast, um, Doctor Bones, Doctor Bones. Yeah, not a medical doctor. But um, you He's were, a certified MD, Mike. Just that, FYI. No, and he states that at the start of every podcast. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair um, enough. You painstakingly 
work out the playlist so is it's like you know it, that it all works nicely we yeah. clearly don't give a fuck we just bring no. what we like no. that's the point it's a three song playlist and it could be anything I love it good excellent um, so that was the head to head let's see what our guest thinks brilliant nobody gives a shit what I think Mike for a start oh I'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> Wayne what do you think of that <laughs> Um, it's a really nice choice of, uh, of a cover song uh, it's not what I was expecting to be honest considering they've got Cannibal in their band name so I was expecting it to like start off quite as it did and then maybe go a bit, bit punk lull you in and then and then hit you with the uh, hit you with a change of tempo it has got a really no- really nice 90s pop feel to it uh, and with some of that 70s sensibility left hanging on especially in the bass because the bass does all the heavy lifting in this for me um, everything else is a bit decoration the backbone of the, of the song is, is the bass and how it's played really lovely song Doesn't, they haven't really changed much from the original but it does feel like it's had a bit of a facelift so uh, it brought a bit more current yeah decent decent good uh, our guest told me that he thought my track was the best so we'll chalk that one up but well done thanks for contributing guys oh um, no I think your your track is the best in me Mike if we're going if we're going winners fucking hell and you know what Richie's going to have to do if uh, you know if we if we're going that way around I've no idea what you're on about Wayne if we're going to if we're going to choose a winner Richie who would you choose oh who would I choose me yeah you can't choose yourself you silly fuck come on um, yeah Mike yeah, it's Mike's a winner. End of, because I, I saw I'm voting for as well. So, Mike, is, 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 is it's another win. I'll, I'll, I'll mark that one up on my fridge, um, <laughs> <laughs> where I keep my scores for some reason. Uh, very good. Exit. Well, that was a head-to-head. Uh, I had a lovely time. I think we all did. Uh, next up, we've got a wild card. Uh, this is the world card could be absolutely anything we're going to flick through the emails with all the submissions and pick a random track to listen to we probably haven't heard it before um, so let's see what we think uh, who's going to Wayne do you want to say stop you could be a honorary are we, are we still doing the tour of Ireland Rich is this, oh uh... sorry I forgot about that we're doing yeah yeah something completely different aren't we uh, not, no no well, it's, it's, nobody, nobody seems to give a fuck so I'll put, I'll put, really out, I'll put, I'll put out loads of times nobody bothers to get back I've gone through the emails and li- there aren't that many limerick and so it was a good idea but it just fell flat on its arse so <laughs> Never mind. in that case let's flick through the emails uh, with all the submissions pick a random track to listen to um, and see what happens I guess uh, I was waiting to say stop so when, when you're ready stop okay so... hope you're doing well this is Mohan Das from the Wildflowers <laughs> we are an indie band from Bengaluru and I am sorry for commenting on other artists' shout-out. Our previous single, My Serenade, was played throughout indie stations such as 382 Radio, Vixity <laughs> Radio, and Radiance, charting at number three in the indie radio charts. We have a brand NEW single, E. Cold Crimson Flash 2006, from our upcoming EPXSX stack. I would love if you guys would check our TR and play. Why can't he say certain words? I don't instead know, of saying, <laughs> instead of saying new, and it's 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 N E W. Why did you do that? Austin, why did you do that? He's gone. Uh, he's, he's got he got he got he got, he got offended. He's fucked off. Uh, I'm sorry, Austin. It's amazing. Uh, what, what what did you get from that, Wayne? <laughs> um, <laughs> did, did, this email this email really says fuck all. Um, did he did he say Bangalore? Yeah, Bangalore. So it's an indie band from Bangalore. <clears throat> yeah. 
Oh, that's going to be interesting then, because I do like when indie artists come from uh, come to us from around the world. As we uh, yeah, like uh, from Japan and things like that. From China, when we played the Chinese indie, I love that. So I'm going. This is going to have an indie sensibility, full on. Have some guitar in there. Think Asian Dub Foundation, that sort of sound. That's what I'm going for. Some really deep grooves, some like tabla uh, drums in there, and you know some uh, some of the uh, sitari type sounds. That's what I'm going for. I'm hoping a lot for that. Mm. Did, did it say at the beginning? Sorry for commenting on. He said uh, sorry for commenting on other artists shout out i got the same email i can't remember which email address it was a different email address how many comments are these people leaving on people's i don't know it's clever because he's got you talking about it hasn't he yeah i I know we've been spamming the shit out of this (laughs) but um but yeah sorry about that if you like it Um, i've got absolutely no idea um i couldn't even hazard a guess What's their name again? Because Austin was going to a mile a dozen and I couldn't work it out. Um, this is Mohan Das. Mohan Das. Two words, Mohan space Das. And this is a song My Serenade, is that it? I don't know what to expect from this at all. <laughs> you you did well with what you so I don't know how you pulled that out your ass. Uh, so. I don't know, because we've been doing this for five years. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this is... Wildflowers Collective. Wildflowers Collective with Crimson Flash. Doesn't say that on here. Oh, it does, yeah. Mohan Dash from the Wildflowers. Oh, so the song is... What the fuck? Oh, so Mohan Dash is the person. Wildflowers is... The band. The collective. And the song is Crimson Flash. Fucking hell. I'm going to sack Austin. Right. So, yeah, this is that. I found the email. I've got the exact email. Is it the, the same person? Yeah, hi there, hope you're doing well. This is Mohan Das from The Wildflowers. We're an indie band from Bangalore. We're sorry for commenting on other artists' shout outs for our previous single. <laughs> Such a strange way. It's just copied and pasted it, hasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's literally the same. It goes on to talk about all the other radios. There's probably, there's probably a thousand radio shows all over the UK with the same email. Yeah, they're like, who's this person that's been spamming us? It applies to one, isn't it? It applies to the first person you sent it to. Some blokes out there gone, oh, it's no worries, don't worry about it. You don't need to apologise, I get it completely. <laughs> okay. okay, so this is that. Of being alright All the time In my mind I have these feelings That nothing is forever Everything has to go Maybe we got lost in translation Maybe we gave up halfway A brighter day, a brighter day Cause it always seems And it always seems To take me away Everything has got to go now Everything has got to go now Everything has got to go now 
but I feel so low. But I feel so Cause I got no one to argue for my crime In my mind I made some mistakes But I gotta move on and make the climb Maybe we got lost in translation Maybe we gave up halfway A brighter day Cause it always seems And it always seems To take me away Everything has got to go now Everything has got to go now Everything has got to go now But I feel so low But I feel so low Maybe we need more time Maybe we need more time Maybe we need more time And space together together <laughs> say that was the wild card. What was that? What was the name of the track again? The Does it matter? Let's card. move on. Yeah, I was going to say that was the wild card. We'll let you make up your mind. It started off so promising with that Did whistle. It? <laughs> Thought, oh, the, the the drums ain't the best, but yeah, that, that, that this is going somewhere, and then it didn't. Listen, it's not for me. This, but. Um... I just want to know, have you travelled in the future and brought back one of our future intense hardcore challenges? Is that what you've done? Because <laughs> that's, that's what it feels like. I think we could do better than that. <laughs> Please don't send us your demos. <laughs> send us your fully played songs. I'm pretty sure that is his song. That's his full, full song. <laughs> it says in their EPK, although I think this is for a different, for a previous EP, um, but it says... Uh, the drums are programmed as we couldn't afford drum tracking. Uh, we went for a raw demo-ish kind of vibe. No shit. Fair enough. Then you achieved it. Well done. Nailed it. Excellent. So I think based on that, it's time for the intense hardcore genre musical challenge mode. Go.
accidentally turned the volume up on there, haven't I? It made me laugh. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is the intense hardcore genre musical challenge mode go, where we ask people to submit songs, or mostly Richie and Wayne just create songs in a random genre chosen from a massive book of random genres uh, the week previously. And last week we chose, I can't remember, what did we choose last week? <laughs> it was a hornpipe. Hornpipe. Excellent. Um, which I understand to be pirate music, but we'll see if I'm right. Um, so, <laughs> what, what did you find out? Where are we with I didn't know. I was going to. Have you got anything on this? What, yeah, what, I've, got, I've got it. I've got because I'll do the research, obviously. Uh, so, from the wiki page, uh, it says it dates back to the 16th century, and it covers basically um, several dance forms and music forms from Ireland and Britain. The earliest recorded. Um, song of this uh, in any sort of guise is uh, a song by Hugh Aston uh, in 1522 and it's called Hornpipe with a Y and it basically began on sailors vessels that's it basically just think river dance because that's basically what it is for pirates uh, now now I have I have done a song for this and it's only a minute and 50 seconds long and the reason behind that is because uh, if you're new to the show, what I do is I go away and listen to loads and loads and loads of this stuff before I even bother even thinking about trying to write a song. So I have been listening to a playlist of this. Now, I took 10 songs from one playlist and 10 songs from another playlist, added all that length of song together and worked out the average length of a hornpipe song. An average length of a hornpipe song comes in at 8 minutes and 6 seconds long. Brilliant. At one point, I didn't realise I was still listening to the same track. It was 10 minutes and 12 seconds or something like that, long, and it was like, what the fuck? It's very repetitive. It's basically all about the dancing. When you go watch River Dance, the music is pretty, you know, it's watching people dance. That's a long time to dance, though, isn't it? I mean, if you watch Strictly Come Dancing, it's about 90 seconds, I think, they dance for. So to dance for 22 minutes um, to hornpipe music is quite intense. I mean, it's, it's like, it's it's all that sort of, it's done with like accordions and uh, anything you can just take aboard a ship, you know, it's not massive instruments sort of thing, you know, talking about penny whistles and flutes, that sort of thing, uh, anything that sailors could play and they could have a jig to on, on their boats, that's basically hornpipe. Who did you say did the original one? His name's Hugh, Hugh Aston and it's called Hornpipe. From okay. 1522. And before we continue, can I assume from this that we didn't get many submissions? No, none. No. I would say none. I did listen yeah. to the uh, Accordion World Champion. Uh, play oh, yeah? A few of his. Yeah, his, his were quite short and quite jolly. How do you become an Accordion World Champion? You, you learn to play accordion and you enter the Accordion World Championships, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> okay. yeah, so, yeah, that's the process. What I mean is, what are they judged on? Here we go, here we go. If you are in the Accordion World Championships, invite us along so we know. I don't want. I don't want an email reading about the. Don't bother so. because I won't fucking turn up. <laughs> I'll, I'll go. I'll go. That'll be ace. I go that every day. I'll tell you now, the accordion world champ. The accordion world championships is where it's at. There's more fucking treachery going on there than anywhere else in sport. Oh, then I'm going. <laughs> Before we play your song, Gwen, I want to play two other songs first. I want to play that one that you mentioned, which is the first horn okay. pipe with a Y. Yeah. Should be okay. It's fifteen, fifteen, twenty-two. I'm pretty sure it's out of copyright. <laughs> and also the sailors horn. <laughs> Piper from oh. 2009 at the which was the last night at the proms so we'll play them two first yeah and then you can tell us uh, a bit of the composition of what and how you came okay. about doing your song 
So this one is Hornpipe with a Y by Hugh Aston. short because uh, it, it's boring and we get the point but um <clears throat> so that 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 was a a rendition of the original i don't think it was a recording of the original uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> time traveling again rich <laughs> but yeah um so yeah that was boring so and this song about to play is much better
balls hang low? Can you swing him to and fro? Can you tie him in a knot? Can you tie him in a bow? Do you get a funny feeling when they're hanging from the ceiling? Or you'll never be a sailor if your balls hang low. Oh, <laughs> rest in peace, Rick Mail. Rick Mail, we fucking love you. That was, a, I really, do you know what? If you didn't sit there and uh, tap your toes and bob your head to that, I don't know what's wrong with you. I really enjoyed that. To be honest, you ain't going to play mine. That's it. Brilliant. The 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 horn, the sailor's hornpipe is the best rendition by a long way. I mean, I'll still play yours, Wayne. I mean, you've yeah, gone okay. to the effort of uh, writing it, but you do need to explain it because I have listened to it. <laughs> you've said, right. I said, I fuck all, Wayne. I said, no, fuck, no, no, do no, not no, blame no, me. No, no, hang on, <laughs> hang on. I'm para- I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna say the words you just said. You stopped Hugh uh, Hugh Aston's hornpipe mid mid go and said, <laughs> "We're we're not gonna play any more of this because it's fucking boring." And I get the point. That's exactly where I came from with this. It was fu- I got fucking boring. Oh no no no! There's there's more nuance to yours, Wayne. <laughs> <laughs> and honestly, it's not. I got bored and wanted to tinker. No, not for the first half. I've, I've got to I've got to play it because you've got to at least explain the last third or the last last quarter to me. So I don't know what the fuck was going on. So this is Wayne's. Um, Rendition called Hornpipe It's called Point Richie. That's it, Hornpipe Richie. Yeah. Imagine that being played on a fucking boat and all the salesmen are turning around thinking, what the fuck is this? Yeah, he's brought a synth. Where are you getting the electricity for that? I think it's quite <laughs> impressive that that sound, um, that, that I've never known anybody who's able to make a keyboard sound flat. <laughs> I just got images, you know, some Blake on the, on the pirate ship. 
and he's he's managed to sneak on a synth and it's got you know those massive like round batteries those d batteries in it it's probably got like six of them right and, and the first few nights everyone's like, what the fuck is all this noise that happens every night it's <laughs> haunted and then it just stops because the batteries run out and they've got another six months on the voyage they're all terrified of when the noise is going to come back and just Captain Wayne with his synth <laughs> Captain Wayne with his synthesizer and his triple D batteries in 1520 yeah. in 1520 first, first mate Wayne or well, as Austin would say 1520 <laughs> yeah what the year was 1520 <laughs> um, I thought that was amazing um, I, I mean wow I don't know what to say <laughs> <laughs> I even brought back the yeah yeah you Come did on, Rick. <laughs> <laughs> it just it strikes me the amount of effort you put into these is incredible but you keep telling us you only do it in about an hour and a half I just don't understand how you do that was a yeah it weren't much longer that was more um, the, the, it was more colouring than anything I was really really fucking bored I'll be honest I came up with a motif really early on I, I, I tinkered about with it put some other bits in decided on accordion first because the violin on my synth sounds fucking terrible so <laughs> accordion sounds alright sounds quite nice so played with that and then got really fucking bored and then halfway through started to mess around with some of the fuzz lines and things like that and messing about with some of the gates and then, <laughs> and then just stumbled across just the nice little chord sequence and was like okay I'm doing that sorry sorry I just <laughs> Because I was kind of looking out the window, paying half attention to what you were saying, and when you said it, I just I just pictured you getting fed up with the keyboard and going outside and fucking about with the gate in the garden, <laughs> missing about the gates, pushing. I was just imagining you pushing it and a fucking squeak on this. <laughs> that's it. That's, that's the whole thing. I just got I just got bored, so decided to um, amp it up a bit. That's it. Not one of not one of our finest intense hardcore genre musical challenge mode goes, but. Good effort, I thought. Good effort. Very good effort. I thought. I thought it was. You've got a lot to work with in that genre. I mean, it didn't it's... keep it you know, samey. You know, mixed it up, changed it, put a bit of a donk on it. <laughs> exactly. Gave me some uh, some some sexy women. Give me some uh, you know, and some bloke, and they go whoa halfway through. <laughs> so just going back to what Rich was asking earlier. Then, so what do you think the music video for that would be like, Wayne? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking. Um, it's it's all in black and white with a bloke just um, sat on the stairs of like an abandoned uh, community centre playing playing in his accordion and then it, it just flashes to like urban decay somewhere when you get to the last bit <laughs> wow yeah good alright excellent well I'm, I'm glad we did that I feel like we all learned something from that should we pick a genre for next week yes let's go for it uh, you want to pick you've never picked a genre of you pick one um S. Ooh, okay. Four and a bit pages, mate. Um, page three. Page three, okay. Number 18. Ooh, okay. Okay, on the next episode, we will be going to find some southern soul music. Oh. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Right. This is going to be like um, the smooth one we did, where you did that dirty, disgusting piece of music. Uh, maybe. Uh, well, there's nothing here that, that, that there's nothing here that I uh, Derrock Santana. 
Yeah, I'm not sure. I've, I don't. I haven't come across any of these. Let's see if I can find the description for it. Uh, Southern soul music, a type of soul music that emerged in the Southern United States. Well, I could have pieced that together from myself. Thanks so fucking much. It's probably going to be just like Northern soul, to be honest. Uh, well, Northern soul doesn't exist, mate. Uh, including blues. Country, early R&B, a strong gospel influence that emerged from the sounds of the Southern Black Churches. Bass guitar, drums, horn section, and gospel roots vocal are important to soul groove. Fantastic. So next week it's gospel, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Southern Soul, fantastic. I'm looking forward to it. Tell us, Wayne, have you got a history for uh, a history from lesson? Oh my god. I've got a history from lesson. Have you you got a lesson from history for us this week? I I think you need a fucking grammar lesson, don't you, mate? I think I need another drink after this. Hello everybody, welcome back to History Corner, episode 9 here, and on this episode we'll be talking about what if Elvis was a commie, and Elvis is doubled up this time by this uh, American guy called Dean Reed, and his song We Are Revolutionaries is the song we'll be playing. This is a tale of politics, ideology, espionage and homesickness, and it all starts with Dean Reed coming from Denver, Colorado. Uh, he had a teacher for a dad, a mother as a homemaker. He was a very good looking bastard, was old Dean. And uh, he soon found his way to Hollywood. He did some acting jobs, found TV, and he had a talent for singing. Uh, after a few very minor, moderate hits in America, he had a song called Our Summer Romance, which became massive in Southern America. This sparked a 40-day tour, but his left-wing socialist political views landed him in hot water, and he was soon asked to leave South America. Um, he basically went on a slur campaign about the injustices of, uh, of America and what they did there. He had strong views about the nuclear policy over there as well as foreign policy. And then in 1973, uh, Dean decided to move to Europe's Eastern Bloc, specifically East uh, Germany. And they embraced him with open arms. You can imagine this tall, blonde American guy moving to, you know... Uh, the, the Eastern Bloc of, of, of uh, Germany saw Soviet state sort of thing and then just like look he's an American seeing our way of life is great and uh, yeah he moved there I mean throughout the 70s and 80s he performed to sell out crowds he was massive over there I've never heard of him till, till I found this documentary he starred in films um, he was mobbed wherever he went he had you know, friends like Yasser Arafat was one of his friends. He curried favour with the Stasi over there. Unbeknownst to him, they were also spying on him. They didn't trust him at all. Um, by the mid-80s, influence was seeping into the Iron Curtain and Dean, Dean Reed found himself sort of a stranger in a strange land. It was no longer the, the ideal place he used to think it was. Uh, he decided that he was going to move back to America and did an infamous 60 Minutes interview and basically... <laughs> like Ronald Reagan off and compared uh, Ronald Reagan to Joseph Stalin. Uh, this totally scuppered his plans and then uh, following an argument with his wife, he called a friend to say that he was come to stay and he never made it. Five days later, his body was pulled out of a, a lake near his home and the official word, these bunny ears quotes everybody, that he accidentally drowned from swimming. Now, uh, get from that what you will. Was it the Stasi? Was it the KGB? Was it the FBI even? Who knows? Here's his song, We Are Revolutionaries. Revolution. 
So that was Dean Reed with We Are Revolutionaries. Uh, if I've piqued your interest at all, there are so many moving parts to this story. I've covered very little. Uh, go and find the documentary Red Elvis. It is fantastic. It is far more in-depth than I could ever be. But this is a story that is truly unbelievable. And it probably, it, without all the fictionalisation and all the you know hearsay and juxtaposition, whatever else they do, it's probably just the fact that he was... A white American and the Russians didn't like that he was going back home so they killed him that's pretty much it after he turned up dead conveniently the police found a suicide note um, written on the back of a screenplay uh, for some reason apologizing to his third wife uh, for their crumbling relationship and then once the the unification of Germany happened this <laughs> this uh, Suicide note conveniently disappeared, so uh, it was never verified, unfortunately. So, yeah. Richie? Um, yeah, it's, uh, it feels like you've uh, gone one foot down uh, a 50,000-foot rabbit hole and uh, just, like, pulled out just uh, the interest, well, the most important meat, meat, and, meat and bones, if you know what I mean. I have, yeah. Yeah, it's very interesting. It's not a bad song, really. It, it, it is very reminiscent of Slade. But yes, yeah, uh, yeah, very good. I really enjoyed that. I would stick him on my playlist. He's good. He's, he's a good lad. He's, um, think of him being like like a f- sort of 60s heartthrob, you know, like uh, Ricky Valance and... You know, uh, I forgot the chap's name who sings Night of a Thousand, you know, because the Night of a Thousand Eyes, I can't remember the chap's name. But that sort of stuff, you know, good-looking bastard who can sing. He could play guitar as well, he was, you know, he's a good all-rounder, could act as well. So, yeah, he's, he's one of those guys. 
Mike? Uh, yeah, I mean, I thought the... <coughs> I enjoyed the music. I thought the music was good. Um, like a bit of revolution in my music. But but mostly, I enjoyed the story. It sounds fascinating. It sounds like... I mean, you could make a whole... I was going to say a film, but you could make a whole series of that just out of that guy's life by the sounds of it. It sounds you know fascinating. What? You- absolutely could Mikey be fascinated because of all the moving parts in this you know the the friend I I say to you that he called the night of his apparent suicide so he phones this friend to say I've had a bust up with the missus I'm coming to stay at your house his friend was also working for the Stasi so there's 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 a link that says he phoned his superior in the Stasi and said I've just had a phone call from Dean he's coming to stay at my house and then never makes it. So it's like, it, you know, like like Rich says, I've only scraped the top of the rabbit hole. It is an incredible story. It, it needs to be properly looked at. It is fun. It is a fascinating documentary as well. So definitely well, check yeah, that out. Well, yeah, because it sounds, you know, cross and double cross. And it's like, um, I can't what it's called. What was that series with the, the Russian killer? Ah, uh, the serpent, was it? Something like that? No. No, the blonde woman. Oh, yeah, uh... Villanelle, whatever it's called. Killing Eve. Killing Eve, yeah, yeah, it sounds like that sort of thing. There was, you know, multiple plot twists and you don't know who's working for who and all the rest of it. Um, but yeah, really, really interesting. Um, definitely something that I would like to learn more about and dig into. Um, maybe maybe later this evening, the way it's going. <laughs> um, so, uh, but yeah, really interesting. Good lesson from history, Wayne. I enjoyed Thanks, that very mate. much. I miss my call in life. Uh, what, yeah, what have you got for us <laughs> next time? Um, quite simply, it's called The Entertainer. The entertainer, excellent. All right, good. I'm enjoying these. This is uh, this is the most I learn all year, really. So uh, it's great. Um, excellent. So next up is our artist spotlight. Well, that was good. Um, so, excellent. Yeah, nice one. Um, so no, next up we're going to talk about the news that, that you guys announced at the beginning of the show. I think are we? Yeah, why not? Yeah, we'll play a song by uh, the, the, one of the artists that we listened to yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck happened there? Obviously, it wasn't yesterday because we're recording this in the past. But when it's released, it'll be the it'll be the day after we listen to the band. Are you time traveling again, mate? Fucking third do- time this episode. You're time traveling. Doing, doing a lot today, mate. <laughs> yes. So we are going to breaking bands, aren't we, Rich? We can't wait. First festival as the podcast in fuck knows how long. 2019 was the last yeah, one. Yeah, my balls are aching in anticipation. <laughs> We get we get uh, we get to go in the press tent and everything. I'm so excited for the press tent. I can't just, tell you. Just a, it's just a white marquee, isn't it? I can't. No. Yeah, but it's fun because you're in there and nobody else can go in apart from the people you invite. It's great. <laughs> so yeah, uh, we've got six interviews lined up. I will uh, <laughs> go through my emails now and tell you who the hell they are. Uh, we have got. Uh, so we have got lined up. We have got King Kraken, Ghosts of Men, Amongst Liars. King Voodoo, uh, Luke Appleton, who is the guitarist for Blaze Bailey, and uh, about five or six other people. Uh, Absolver. I've seen him, he's very good. Is he good? Excellent. Uh, and we're also, uh, this band who are, we are um, going to play in a little bit, uh, they're called Neck. And Irish... Yeah, really easy to find on the fucking internet, they were. Yeah, they're really not, are they? They're, they're, they've got no presence at all. I've really struggled to find them on uh, on Twitter for you. you Rich asked me to sort out the Twitter handles. I had to do a deep dive. And I had to go and paste I, ch- I, went, I went to type in neck on Google and I thought, what's the fucking point? I didn't even bother in the end. I was disappointed <laughs> in typing neck 
into, into Google. Uh, and I suppose I mean, if you type in neck band, it probably comes up with some sort of fashion item, does it? It really does, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and if you type in neck music, it gives you pictures of violins. Uh, here we go, here we go. Neck, uh, on Twitter, they are at neck music, uh, and they say they are a... Yeah, they are a London Irish psycho Kaylee Celtic punk band. Um, and when I read the email, they said they liken themselves. They've, they've played, they've been on tour with Flogging Molly and Dropkick Murphys. So if you know who those bands are, you know exactly what to expect. I listen to these guys all day on Friday. They are fucking wonderful. They will brighten your day up all day. They will. Brilliant. I cannot wait to see them live as well. Can't wait to go to the festival though, Rich. Let's talk about the festival. Are you excited, Richard? Well, um, as of this recording... When it's released, we'll have already been. So do we talk about it like we've been? And it's been really amazing. Oh, some of the bands there. And oh, mate, the floor is amazing. <laughs> oh, it's amazing. Uh, no, because we'll still be there when this is aired. So <laughs> well, I'm going to be fucking busy on Sunday, aren't I? You have to do it before, mate. You have to drop it Friday. So I've got to edit it this week. Yeah. yeah. Well, I've got, I've got, I've got. Wednesday, th- no, I've got Thursday, Friday off, so... There you go. What about your friend that was going to do our editing? I beg your pardon. Oh, no, um, no, no, uh... She laughs no. the bollocks, I've too much from one I go. I, I, I can't afford her. Oh. Because I would imagine if she heard that one episode that she was going to edit, she probably thought I'd charge double. <laughs> <laughs> She'd never done a five-tracker episode before, and it, I think it confused the shit out of her. Well, anyway, sorry, about the festival, let's get back to the festival. Yes, so uh, the Breaking Bands Festival is where we're going. This takes place at uh, the Stoke Prior, I think it's Sports Club. Sport, oh, Christ. They've sent me all the information I'm doing, I'm just hacking at it, like like all, like the, like the media genius I am. Uh, I think this section's going, lads. Just... Oh, let's just, let's just crack on. Yes, yeah, Stoke Prior Bromsgove. Uh, it goes from the 1st to the 5th of June, 2022, but this is already gone, so look for next year, uh, around about the same time, breakingbands.com, I think it'll breakingbands.net. Have a look, because I think you'll have a ball of a time. Breaking, ba- oh, breaking Bands festival.com there you go it's right at the bottom of their flyer yes give that a go anything to add anybody let's close this episode up and call it a day very early uh, no nothing it sounds great I'm jealous that I wasn't invited oh sorry mate it's been, it was a bit late <laughs> no, I can't make it I've got plans um, oh, all right, then. <laughs> <laughs> no it sounds good I think uh, I've enjoyed tonight's episode it has taken some twists and turns that I wasn't expecting uh, but then again I never do so yeah it's, it's good and I'm sure you have a great time at Breaking Bands or for those listening to the podcast I'm sure the boys had a great time at Breaking Bands and maybe you should get your tickets for next year straight away if you can. Richie, anything to add? No. In that case, I think it's just our job to say, um, I've been Mike. I've been Wayne. I've been Richie. And thank you very much for still listening, if indeed you still are. Goodbye. Goodbye. Shovels.
Enjoying that as well. That was great. I wasn't expecting the ending, but it was <laughs> brilliant. Love that. Don't know why that happened. Um, it's just how it was downloaded. Yeah, so that's a wrap, lads. Wonderful. <clears throat> Loved it. <clears throat> Loved that episode. Brilliant. It sounded like pirate music. <laughs> it's great. Trust me, everybody's going to be fucking off the fences and dancing their tits off. Throwing beers at each other, pissing down each other's legs. Hopefully. Spitting in each other's eyes. What are you going to be doing then when all this is going on? Yeah. That, that's, that's just exactly. me. Yeah, I was going to say that's just you. Are we, are we still talking about the hornpipe or are we now talking about that? Uh, it's a bit hornpipey, wasn't it, actually? It was a little bit hornpipey. I mean, he's famous enough that someone thought of him and suggested him, right? Yeah. It's, it's, it's my... It, it, <laughs> Get your words out, son. <laughs> it's more... Oh, oh fuck it, don't mind. Carry on. Um. I can hear children laughing. Oh, bastards. Um, <laughs> how dare they? How dare they laugh? Sounded just like Scrooge. <laughs> No, it's, it's, I live in a close, so they're all playing. Well, my son's out there as well, but they're all playing outside very noisily. I can't believe. Open the window, and go. Keep it down. <laughs> fucking most people. What, what? What's? What's the biggest delight in in life? Do you think? And some people, oh, the sound of children laughing, Mike. Fucking bastards. <laughs> I just sit right out the window, go. You boy, what day is it? Yeah. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.